Back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 12 of season 3 of Beast Wars. It is Nemesis Part 1. This episode was written by Bob Ford. It was directed by Ezekiel Norton. Norton, Norton, Norton. Norton! Norton. Uh, And the last time on Beast Wars, the Vok made one last appearance before the end of this show to merge Tigertron and Air Razor into a new Transformer, send it to Earth to destroy everybody. Uh, It didn't. And in this episode, we open up with that Transformer, Tiger Hawk, doing Kung Fu magic. That's what I have to It's like he's doing Tai Chi or like Karate Kata or something. (laughs) And while he's doing that, Super Thing is reading the Bible basically he's reading the book of revelation chapter 10 verse 1 and and then he reads chapter 12 verse 9 and rat traps like what are you jabbering about it's like i thought because the similarity in the scene here be funny if they redid that scene in the hunt for red october where they switch from from Russian to English at the first, but like where the political officer is asking Captain Ramey, it's like a man in your position reading about the end of the world. It is an ancient Hebrew text quoted by an American. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh yeah. So Brynox explains that it's the uh, what it's the co- covenant of Primus is what he's reading. It is basically their the Bible. Covenant of Primus. It, it predicts a bunch of crap. Yeah, and it's data track seven point six one three. I don't know if there's any. Um, oh, so to that, I'm just yeah. going to say it up front. This is not a great end to this series. It introduces a mm. lot of stuff at the very last minute, like, that I'm supposed to care about now. Yeah, like, all where, of a sudden they have Where religion. was the Covenant of Primus this entire series? Because they've referenced him before, but... Because we just joked that it was, like, the band Primus. Yeah, yeah th- this episode, this two-parter should have been done at episode four and five this season. Mm. It changed... Anyway, uh, I'm not going to complain too much. Um, <laughs> I do have a note there that says rat when we were talking about rat trap arrives and asks what the fuck off oh, super thing is talking about. And I agree <laughs> yeah. with rat trap, yeah. but also, so they read that and then, uh, they just, they hammer this story down that, Oh, all of a sudden we have to chase a Megatron because it's the one last shot, even though we weren't before. Yeah. And so like, all they need to do is find him. And then, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, what looks like a tropical island, Depth Charge and Silverbolt fly right over the Predacons, don't even see them, apparently. I know! And it's not like they're hiding. They're standing no, out in the room of destruction like, oh, of their spaceship. I want to blast them maxes. Let me blast them, boss. And Megatron's <laughs> like, no, we're at a tactical disadvantage. Like, there's two of them and, like, three of you. Anyways. And Rampage has a moment where he gets in Megatron's face and he's like, yes. this is your fault. You screwed all of this like, up. You're it's the basically Death Charge and Super Thing. I have the disadvantage, yeah. And he starts roughing him up, but uh, Dinobot pulls out Rampage's spark and starts squeezing it, which causes pain in Rampage. Yeah. yeah. Kinda... So we've established some loyalty with, see, even the Dinobot arc in this two-parter I don't like. Mm. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Um, anyway, Megatron, th- and, and this is this is key. This is the Megatron stuff I don't like. He says, "You know what? I think Tarantulas would have had a backup plan." It's yep. like that's that's your whole idea. Hope that Tarantulas <laughs> yeah. had a plan up his sleeve. Oh, did he ever though? But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> where Inferno comes out from hiding behind a tree that he is way too big to hide behind. Like <laughs> this tree is maybe a foot wide, and then it 
like four feet of inferno comes out from it, and then it, it, the rest of him comes out, and like his ass jets is like it's seven feet across. It, it's exactly like something out of Scooby Doo, where Scooby yeah. and Shaggy pop out from behind a thin tree. Um, and yeah, what he wants to do is go uh, find a new base, and Waspinator a new and Quick, yeah, Waspinator and Quick Strike are sent with him. Um, and then we go back to Depth Charge, and he calls into Super Thing, and he's like, "Hey, I found the Predacon uh, remains of their ship." It's like. Like we pointed out, dude, you flew over them two minutes ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> and Optimus is like, yeah, we're, we're on our way. But uh, Depth Church, oh, I'm not going to wait because X is down there. Because uh, the Predacons have gone down. Like they found a hatch underneath a rock. And they start going down inside. And first, just Dinobot goes in. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's probably the only one that'll fit. But no, it shows all of them down there in yeah. a minute. Yeah. And yeah, this very bright orange and purple hatch on a beach hidden under one rock that they haven't found <laughs> to this point. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they, yeah, they go down and they find this submersible or this submersible on a uh, track. We only know it's a submersible because Megatron calls it that. Yeah, that's what he calls it. But it's basically a train that runs mm-hmm. underwater or like a monorail more than anything. Monorail. Monorail 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 <laughs> yeah. and they all get on it actually what happens is that megatron looks at a computer screen and goes oh yes and they all jump on they head down except for rampage he turns into his tank and like takes the tracks down himself yeah because i guess he can do that because he's crap and then we go to the maximals in the beach and the this was kind of it turns dumb after the commercial break depth charge finds the hatch opens it up and super thing is like depth charge no <laughs> yes because there are red sticks of dynamite bundled together that might as well have had fucking Acme written on the side of them, and kaboom. But they, it wasn't even like it was a trigger uh, trap. System. Like, it was, they were burning. It was a wick that yeah, was burning the fuse. down. And he just <laughs> happened to open the hatch at the perfect moment. Christ. <laughs> commercial break. Uh, when we come back, Depth Charge, who opened the hatch, and Super Thing are fine. Silverbolt's fucked. Did you notice this? When we come back, like keeping with this Looney Tunes theme, it kind of opens with that, uh, like that morning song of Griggs that they always use. Like, it's kind of like that. I did not notice that. Uh, Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And of course, just in time, Cheetor flies in with Black Arachne and she's, you know, horrified that he's hurt. Yeah. He wants to keep fighting. He's ordered to head back and then his head falls off. Yeah. First, it's just a scratch and then his arm falls off. So you have Monty Python. But yeah. And, uh, She's or Optimus like you need repairs. He protests and Black Ragnar is like no, obey your orders. And he's like yes, dear. Yeah. And then <laughs> oh, there's springs yeah. under his head. It's all silly. This, this is yeah. you know what? This is admittedly exactly how season three had to end. <laughs> Introducing a bunch of new crap we don't really care about yet and being silly. Was, yeah. Heads falling off. Uh, Cheetor takes um, Silver Nuts back and uh, <laughs> Black Arachnia goes with him. And then. <laughs> as if they just wanted to kick me in the balls the humans are here yeah they're back and now they've got a town basically built into a rock wall yeah and inferno just he's kind of hiding there you see his eyes glowing in the trees and he's like this will be our new holiday and quick strikes all excited they get to kill the humans and i didn't see this coming waspender's like no yeah and they're like what and he's like no waspinator has had it and he like, rips his predacon insignia off says he's sick of being evil he's sick of being a predacon and his 
especially sick of being blown to scrap all the time. <laughs> it, and then, oh yeah, he's like basically tells him to kiss his ass he he almost does except they shoot him before he can say ass yeah they blast him apart and his head lands next to una yeah so i agree with you that i didn't see it coming it made sense that he was sick and tired of being ordered around and blown up but he's always reveled in being evil he's enjoyed that so two for three ain't bad uh two out of three so they, uh, quick strike in Inferno, they go in to attack the settlement, and all of a sudden the humans have horns to alert each other, and a shit ton of spears. Yeah, these trumpets. Good lord. And they just start letting them have it with these spears, and they're not really effective, but it's better than nothing, but... Neither one of these guys are doing anything. They're just standing there getting hit with spears. <laughs> and th- then Quick Strike gets knocked over. Oh, there's a quick cutaway to Una bonking Waspinator's head with a club. Yeah, because Waspinator like, gets his head upright using his tongue. Yeah. And then Una just starts beating him unmerciful with a club. He's like, fleshy bot, listen to Waspinator's. <laughs> oh, my God. And man. then uh, Inferno and Quick Strike get knocked down with a barrage of spears. And I don't think we see them until next episode. Mm. Then the Maximals, um, they they reach where the, or like uh, the ones who went underground, Super Thing and company, uh, reach where the submersible was, and they're at a dead end. Yeah. Then um, Super Thing reads a computer screen, and he sees the word nemesis. Yeah, it shows this little tiny Predacon symbol moving towards this huge Decepticon symbol. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, Depth Charge uh, knows what nemesis means, and Optimus is like, all right, look, Differences aside, man, we have to work together on this. Yeah, because, and you're the only one who can swim, so I need you. Yeah. And Depth Charge is like, I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out what the nemesis is. Yes. We, we find out to get to the end of the line, and uh, it's the Decepticon ship from More Than Meets the Eye Part 1. Like, not the base that they, they made in More Than Meets the Eye Part 3 that Mirage basically shot down, <laughs> but the original one. The, yeah. Here it is. Like, whoa. The one, okay. yeah, the one they left to jump onto the Ark to attack. So this is, this is really cool. And it's, it is well shot because this yeah. thing is fucking massive. Oh, yeah. But it's at the second last episode. Why didn't anybody here? Okay. If they landed the second they found the Ark, they knew the Ark landed there. Yeah. They should have immediately realized, oh, the nemesis is out there somewhere. Let's go find it. Yeah. Cause that thing had some pretty powerful shit on it too. Like they even get into that in a season two of G1, the, the Microbots episode where they get inside Megatron where you could say, anyway, that's, they might want to find this. This, Yeah. Anyway, uh, with commercial break. And when they come back, we come back, uh, what's his nuts? Super thing and tiger Hawk are flying over the ocean to where, uh, depth charges signal is yeah and optimus is like it's a class seven emergency like ha- later it's gonna be a class one yeah it's like they just pick a number it's like they really do and uh rat trap back at the base he's like i thought we had this all sewed up and <laughs> yeah. uh optimus says megs ripped yeah. it open like a, i think that's the first time optimus has ever called megatron megs like, i think it was it was at least the first time either of us noticed yeah and then rat trap pulls up the we're all gonna die again <laughs> yeah it's like, oh my god and then we have a so um super thing has to ask no uh silver bull has to ask is it silver bull he's with no no it's, I think uh, it's tiger, tiger Hawk. Yeah. what what uh, was the nemesis this is yeah. it's happening again it's season three and there's too much too many weird names all right so uh, as when he asks what what the heck is the nemesis, uh, Super Thing explains with actually and admittedly a really cool flashback showing that the nemesis was the ship, like we said, that shut down the Ark. And it there's a great transition here where the nemesis it shows the nemesis crashing into the ocean, and then 
we cross fade, but keeping the camera still on track uh, into present day with a super thing and silver mm. hawk storm tiger balls flying. Except it didn't shoot down the arc in G1. They no. both got pulled in by Earth's gravity. And yep. if it shot it down, how did the Decepticons get on the arc? And if they were on the arc, why would they keep shooting at it? But either way, either way, it's underwater. This and... show really likes to selectively choose its Transformers history. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, it's a really cool scene of the two ships fighting in space. Anyway, it is, it is. meanwhile, underwater, Rampage runs over some shrimp yeah. <laughs> and gets to the nemesis. And uh, it, This reminded me of the scene in the Ultimate Doom episode where they rescue Sparkplug, where Cliffjumper, Windcharger, and Braun are underneath Decepticon headquarters. It's like, give it the glass, or the gas glass, Cliffjumper. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Megatron and Dinobot 2 are already on the command deck and Megatron's just basically a little bit of exposition here. He points out that there's a Predacon command module for some reason. Yeah. Um, and conveniently, the other copy of the Covenant of Primus, which Rhinox mentioned was on this ship or somewhere. Yeah, there was only two copies, yeah. Yeah. And Megatron orders the whole thing brought online. Mm, but Dinobot points out that it probably doesn't work anyway, but yeah, let's get her up and going and... Uh... Depth Charge swims down to this thing, and uh, Optimus is like, yeah, good luck, <laughs> and then, like, immediately Rampage attacks him. It's like, hey, you think you can save the universe, fish boy? <laughs> and they, there's actually, there was one really great move here uh, where uh, Rampage, I think I've been calling him Ravage this episode, but Rampage fires a missile. Yeah, or and, a torpedo uh, or something, yeah. Yeah, Depth Charge, like, does a, a cartwheel kick and knocks it back at Rampage. That yeah. was cool. Outside of that, a lot of this fight really looked like two dudes fighting underwater it was pretty slow yeah it, it yeah like you, it's not like they're in have area. you ever been you know you know when you're like in a pool or the a lake or something and you're doing like you're a kid and you're doing like the fake street fighter or mortal Kombat fights it yeah like the shit that you do as a kid yeah it, pretty much a lot of somersaults <laughs> yeah. but there is one really neat uh, development here where um depth charge with a like a Char, um, a shard of uh, Energon cuts open Rampage's uh, chest and exposes his spark. Yeah, and, it, and it's not healing. So, like, is this no. like, like, uh, what was that called in uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse? Uh, aggravated damage where you can't regenerate it until something. Yeah, it's, it's like that. There's a deep pull that nobody will get. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, the ship's power levels back on the Nemesis uh, are approaching maximum. And they're going to turn it on soon, bring it online, and then uh, Ravage and Depth Charge, or not Ravage, uh, Rampage and Depth Charge fight some more. And then Dinobot 2 brings the ship online as Megatron starts to quote the Covenant. And this is, again, like you said, there's a lot of Bible talk in this, mm. these next two episodes. Um, and just then, Depth Charge takes the upper hand and gets over Rampage and starts to, like, slowly press the shard of Energon into his spark. Yeah, and I missed this at first, but I got it by the end of the episode. On the ship, Dinobot, who shares Rampage's spark, just has like a seizure or something yeah. and falls oh, yeah. over, and outside you hear an explosion. But he doesn't just have a seizure. He like flips back and forth between his original form and his Transmetal 2 form. Yeah, you see like the, like the, so like, so these guys like Zaymot and Tomax now from G.I. Joe, like you hurt one and the other Might guy feels be. it. <laughs> it. It was also admittedly a really cool death for rampage just with mm. the brutality of that relationship those two fighting all the time to have a shard of energon slowly pressed into your open exposed spark that's pretty fucking brutal yeah anyway, it's, uh megatron yeah. turns the ship on he doesn't care what happens yeah but uh, the only thing with that death is 
it takes depth charge out with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah, like depth charge you dies, rampage pieces dies. of both of them. Yeah. Float to the okay, surface. Okay, this like, was, yeah, here's a, uh, this might be the last episode of this uh, season of our show of Super Thing sucks uh super thing and uh tiger hawk are flying over the water and the uh the explosion from uh rampage flies in the air and super thing's like yay he did it awesome no need to investigate any further but then yeah. tiger hawk is like uh super thing and you look down and you see depth charges like pieces of his body just float to the surface and super thing calls in he's like hey everybody uh depth charge died saving the day see you soon and then they fly <laughs> yeah. away they don't pick up his remains. They don't investigate anything. They just fly <laughs> I never liked away. that fucking asshole And that anyway. has been this series' last episode of Super Thing Sucks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it didn't. It's not what happened because uh, there is admittedly a neat shot here where depth charges, uh, like one of his fins, sinks back down to the ocean floor. And, yeah, and the fish swim past. And him. everything starts to shake. Mm-hmm. And here it comes. They get the thing going, and the ship just slowly lifts out of the water, and all the water's pouring down over the top of it and everything. It's a really, really cool shot, especially with the light behind it and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's when it comes out, because it, it rises out of the water, admittedly, for the time, had some pretty decent water mechanics, like the, the physics. Mm. It The water kind of holds onto the ship and then slowly pours off. It's, it's admittedly done in very few polygons, and it's big and wide and silly-looking, but... It it almost it reminded me of water effects from like Nintendo sixty four games. Pretty much, yeah. It's it's a good shot. It wasn't bad, yeah. Uh, and then Megatron, he's on the bridge, he's laughing. <laughs> yes. Okay, a lot of the things I was gonna rant about get explained in the next episode. So um, this is something I've kind of had in the back burner ever since we encountered primitive people in this show, and since it's pretty much my last chance, here we go. The Cradle of Humanity was in Africa, and based on the plants and animals and primitive humans the Transformers encounter in this show, it's pretty clear the Maximals and Predacons landed in Africa three million years ago-ish. Fine, except they got a few things wrong. Well, no, a lot of things wrong, but a few things wrong. Like Stonehenge, it's in Europe. And Tigertron, yeah, tigers live in Asia, not Africa. Like, remember the Jungle Book? That was in India, not Africa. And speaking of things that were not in Africa, how about the Ark? You know, that Autobot ship that crash-landed 4 million and 36 years ago in what is going to become the southwestern United States? That's not exactly next door to where Australopithecus lived. In fact, there were no people at all in North America where the Ark crash-landed until about 35,000-ish years ago when humans crossed the Bering Strait from Siberia to Alaska. And at that point in human evolution, they weren't very much different than the way we are now. If they saw a crashed alien spaceship, they'd have been smart enough to say, you know what, that ain't right. They all talked like John Reap 35,000 years ago. Hey, that thing got a hemi! That guy. Like, this should have been my rant for our very first episode, if you think about it. Like, are you telling me that nobody noticed the ass end of a giant alien spaceship sticking out of a volcano for 35,000? years like a volcano that erupts in 1984 like you think the US... well here we are at the second last episode of uh, beast wars and the third the last episode of season two of the transformers and pictures podcast show beast wars uh, the next episode we're going to do is nemesis part two mm-hmm. and uh if you want to see something that there's two of 
that's pretty weak. Uh, we're, we're on Twitter. Of, uh, yeah. We're running out of <laughs> <laughs> I'm at John Selby. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Uh, tell everybody you know. Tell all your friends. Tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. We'll see you then. Now.